Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I wanted to take this time to tell you about our sponsor for this month and Legacy Journal app. Have you ever had your kids say something that was so funny that you thought you would remember it forever only to forget what they said within a week? It's crazy how those precious moments in life that we think we'll always remember seems quickly slip and fade from memory. Let's not lose those memories. The Legacy Journal mobile app captures those stories, funny moments, and little lessons forever. You can add pictures, videos, and even audio files to tell your family's story. You can even send an email directly to the journal to write a more detailed story. This has been a great way to document some of the key moments we are sharing as a family. It's quick, it's easy, and it's super user-friendly. It has been great to read over some of the stories you've captured over the past few months. Don't let those photos on your phone get lost in a sea of white noise. Download the Legacy Journal mobile app and capture your family's story today. Legacy Journal is a freemium app that has a free and paid plan. We have partnered with Legacy Journal to give you 30 days of free access to their premium plan. Just visit LegacyJournal.app backslash over space 40 space fitness to get started today. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me, Dr. Ken Zweig. How's it going, Ken? It's going great, Brad. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. So, yeah, Dr. Ken is a uh, general internal medicine uh, doctor who also specializes in some behavioral change. Uh, and usually for our first episode, my audience always knows that we kind of dive into how you got to where you are the last 10, 15, 20 years. What do you, whatever you want to throw out there, uh, Ken, and I'll let you take it away. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's a, a lot to cover for the last 20 years, <laughs> a few things in that time. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so I just, going back even farther than that, I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so big Steelers fan. And uh, then went to school for undergrad at University of Michigan and then Ohio State uh, College of Medicine for medical school. And then came to DC, uh, which is where I am now for my residency at Georgetown. And now I still, still teach there and at GW. Uh, for the students. Uh, and since then, I've been doing primary care, uh, so outpatient adult medicines, also known as internal medicine, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, taking care of patients, focusing mostly on preventative care. And, uh, you know, this is something that I've always wanted to do. I, you know, it's sort of in my blood. My, my brother's a physician, my father's a physician. Um, and, you know, I, I tried to escape that and, and go into the business world uh, for a little bit and see how that worked for me. And I, I, this just pulled me back in, you know, this yeah. is, I'm a purebred. This is what I, what I was made <laughs> to do. You know, there's no escaping it. And I love it. So see, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. My dad went into the medical field and tried to get his two sons, one of us to do it. And both of us did totally opposite things and yeah, went for went happens. for business. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, but so so I, I absolutely love it. And, uh, and the way I've got into behavior change is because I do primary care because I do preventative medicine mm-hmm. and or, or and and treat chronic medicine, chronic conditions and things. And I realized after. 20 years of taking care of patients. Uh, I learned this a little bit before, but I realized that, you know, we don't learn a lot of behavior change in medical school. Yeah. They sort of say, hey, you should tell everybody you should exercise, you should eat right, and uh, you should get plenty of sleep. And, and they, they sort of move on after eight seconds of that onto what kind of treatments they should give, we, we should give people. 
it's sort of an assumption in medical school that nobody's going to be able to do the changes that they need to do. They just, you know, figure everyone's coming to us because they failed at that. And so here's, here's a pill. Yeah. And I don't like that approach. It's not I don't I don't either. What people want. It's not what they should get. And, and there are ways to motivate people, you know, me just saying, Hey, exercise, that's not going to get anybody to do anything. You know, yeah. know, everybody knows they should exercise. Everybody knows they should eat, right? Well, that's that's what also keeps me in, uh, you know, my profession is everyone, you know, by this time kind of knows what they need to do, but they need right. the accountability and the push. That's right. They don't, they know what they need to do. They just don't know how to get themselves to do it. And so I started realizing that, you know, 90% or so of the things that I see in my office could be prevented if people would were, were better about doing the things they need to do or society was better at pushing them or however whatever it is you know a lot of these things are preventable and so i started doing some research and realized that there are things that we can do to help people make the changes that they should make and give them a little nudge in the right direction there's no secret sauce there's nothing yeah. that's going to absolutely change their life like that in an instant but certainly can give them a nudge in the right direction and really make it make it easier for them to do the things they need to do and not start with a pill and so yep. that's how i got interested in this and uh how has it been the last uh, few years with covid and everything everything going uh online and were you able to jump on that bandwagon like the rest of the society <laughs> yeah you know i was actually i was really great i i actually started with a, a new practice about a month before covid hit oh wow so a, but I, I guess i was clairvoyant in that respect because uh, you know I, I came from a big big hospital system that was just a, 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 a you know a massive battleship that could barely you know couldn't make any turns or move or pivot in any way to a, <laughs> a much smaller practice that could pivot on a dime and as soon as covid hit and everything was shut down within two days boom we were you guys are on online ready to go doing telemedicine uh, we could do it from home we could do it from our office and, and it worked out great and, and actually you know we're still continuing to do it even though we see people in the office on a regular basis but you know people are busy nobody wants to come in but if they you know they're at their office they're at home and they want to get seen we can do a telemedicine visit and, and it's actually been a lot more effective than i ever thought it would be yeah. We've been talking about it for years, doing it in my old practice. And we said, yeah, we should do it. Yes, we should do it. We should do it. And we, we just never did. And then when it, it came online, finally, you know, you, you learn tricks and bits, the things that you can do, but it, it's a lot, it, it, it's still not the same as seeing somebody in the office. You know, there's certain things that you certainly can't do, but there's a lot more that you can do than I ever thought. Yeah. So it's worked out. Well, it just kind of brought all of us in every profession to the scalability factor, you know, mm -hmm. however we were doing in our local areas, you know, for me here in Orange County, um, it was already kind of a dying gym business uh, and just too many, too many competitors and people were already uh, doing social media, you know, fitness influencers were already taking it out of the pie and it, it was already pushing us into the online world. So it basically for a lot of us trainers who made it, you know, force us into the online and start, you know, I started this podcast, I do online training as well. And uh, it's just, it's almost better value of my time. I work less days now than I did before. And I'm happier. And oh, great. Great. <laughs> I get to meet awesome people like you doing the podcast. And yeah, it's just, great. yeah, it's just yeah. been awesome. No, I, yeah, absolutely. I call it a COVID keeper. You know, it's just something that, you know, it was for, it was forced upon us and, you know, COVID hasn't been the best, but there no. are certain things that are coming from it that actually are, are really uh, uh, forced things to the forefront that are, are worth keeping around. So Absolutely. Yeah. And, and now are, are you looking for, for the telemedicine part? Are you looking for any clients nationwide? Or are you kind of stick to Virginia? 
Well, it's interesting because, you know, we are, most of my patients are close by. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'd rather not have, you know, national patients because, you know, there are things that you have to be seen for. And yeah. for once in a while, they should come in and, you know, I want to listen. I can't listen to the heart, you know, or their lungs over telemedicine. You can't draw blood. You can't do an EKG. I mean, there are, there are limitations. And so preferably we mostly keep people who are in the area. However, a lot of patients around here are in the DC area. I mean, they're very you know, mobile people. You know, I, I talked to oh, somebody yeah. last week who was in Poland helping with the refugee situation. And wow. Medical question. I have patients who go for the summer to Montana or to Massachusetts or Florida in the winter or Colorado for skiing or whatever. And, and, and so the nice thing about the telemedicine is that, you know, they can still stick with me. They don't have to go to some urgent care or somebody that they don't know unless, unless it's something that I can't handle. But uh, so it's made for a, a nicer continuity, even if people are mobile and, and moving out of the area, which people are very mobile these days. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And awesome. They can get a hold of you that way too. Yeah. So, nice. so cool. Dr. Ken, um, how does uh, my audience uh, get a hold of you, you know, more for the, you know, behavioral change and sleep disorder? Um, yeah, sure. Is there a website or do you have anything they can download or? Sure. Yeah. So uh, the best place to go is to my practice's website on NVA. So that's N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, A as in Apple, familypractice.com. Okay. So it's all one word. And on there, if you go to the media section, I have a blog there. We have a lot of videos, uh, something called a town hall that we do about once a month uh, on all kinds of different subjects. Uh, and uh, so we try to keep our patients as, uh, as informed as we possibly can. Okay. And then send me a website if they want to book a session with you or. Sure. Yeah. That's the best way to, to, to find us. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, my audience always knows that I, you know, throw all that in the podcast details so they can just click the link instead of trying to, you know, remember that type it in. That's great. Good. That's so much easier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no sleep is sleep is very huge in my world too. And then it's the most looked over uh, aspect of it. Everyone wants to do the, you know, the, bodybuilding, working out, which, you know, nutrition is even more important than that. And then on top of that, you know, sleep and no one's doing anything with that. So it's great that there's people out there like you that are putting more light on this uh, and uh, get, us, get us as healthy as we can be. That's that's the goal. That's my idea. That's yeah. it. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing it too by bringing it to light with the, with the podcast, making sure that everybody, you know, just gets the gets the information first. It's the yep. first stuff is, is education. Absolutely. Well, uh, thanks, Dr. Ken. I really appreciate you being on the show, and uh, we'll check back in with you probably uh, sooner than later. All right. Sounds great. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome.